Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. This is episode 53 of Forever Exiled. Dang. I, I don't remember what I was reading or watching or listening to, but they were talking again about the death, the like seven podcast death of most podcasts. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we doubled it. At least. I think we're <laughs> about two and a half times, oh, roughly. Dude. Right? Unstoppable. You ever seen that show? The Which Kimmy, one? Kim, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt? I think it was a Netflix Kimmy thing. Schmidt. No, uh, now you have me. All, all I think of when I think of Kimmy is uh, Kimmy uh, from Ferrari. Kimmy Raikkonen. Yeah. Crabby Alfa face. Romeo. He used to be on Ferrari. Man, that was awesome. Don't tell I me. Think. Spoiler. Spoiler. What? You going back in time? I only watched up until the end of 2019. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm talking like when Fernando Alonso and Kimmy Raikkonen. I'm talking like four years ago. But he was with Ferrari. Kimmy? In 2019, right? Uh, I don't think in Wasn't 2019. Uh, it was it was, oh. it was a while ago now. I don't know. It all blends together, man. I don't know. It's kind of annoying now because I hear things randomly about 2020. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Wait till <laughs> F1, whatever it's called, <laughs> comes out. comes out. Yeah, yeah. wreck things like that. Uh, kind of awesome. rude. All right. Anyway, uh, let's give a quick shout out to our patrons. We have a bunch of new patrons this week. We got Warwick. We got Pobs. Maca 1066. The funniest one is Whiny Wad joined us. <laughs> Named themselves Whiny Wad on Somebody Patreon. named themselves Whiny Wad. Well, uh, thank yeah, you. So all anyway, you. yeah, that's awesome. Thanks everybody for joining up. If you're curious what our Patreon is, there's a link in our description below. I mean, the biggest benefit is you get access to After Dark, which is just more us. It's the podcast after the podcast of us just letting loose, right? <laughs> that's right. We just let loose. So anyway, if you want to check out what our Patreon is, there's information down below. And thank you, everybody, for supporting the podcast. How was your week, Ty? Oh, uh, good. I mean, it'd be a little bit better if my shirt still fit me. I think my shirts are starting to shrink. I think you had that when you were like 12, right? 12, 13, that shirt? <laughs> no. This is you my know, mom. My mom got me this shirt. It's a button up. <laughs> I, I'm not. It's very my, nice. My weight isn't increasing, but all my shirts are tighter. I might like I'm not getting, getting heavier. muscle. It's I'm your, just getting it's your flabbier. <laughs> and I can totally tell like when I'm my boobs bounce when I go downstairs now. Mr. You're Justin. like a freaking pole. There's no way. <laughs> I don't I'm getting flubby and uh, my shirts are letting me know every time, including this one. But anyway, hadn't worn it in a while. You look sexy. Uh, sexy. I don't you think too, you gorgeous. could stretch. I, it looks no. like you couldn't probably like you might I rip could. the back. Oh, look at that. There we You'll go. just see my navel. <laughs> that's awesome yeah no i had a i had a good week you want my week or your week first i want your week tell me oh uh, well two two key moments of my life now um my i i guess this covid thing with um kids in elementary school is kind of normal now like sure it's only october been in school for a month and a half two months but for the most part like it's down to a good routine the school that my kids go to, they're doing a really good job at keeping things preventative and uh, it's, it's awesome. Uh, so anyway, kind of like life's kind of like normal, kind of like this is always the way things have been. You know what I mean? At school. And so my boy who's in kindergarten, we're walking home with my daughter, him and myself and we're walking home and this boy who just doesn't, he's like anti-COVID, not really. It's just, you know, there's a certain age group where they're just going to bust by you. They don't care about, you know, distance restrictions and separations so anytime those kids push by us my kids are always looking at them and staring because they know covid's dangerous and they're all glaring they're just as angry and grumpy as me 
But anyway, one kid walks by just in a total different world, having a great time. You know what I mean? Just didn't, he probably didn't even see us, even though we were in front of him. And my, my boy goes to us. He's like, oh, dad, that kid, he looks like Yawn. He has the same head. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Like, it, it, what from, is Yawn? Uh, just one of the kids that he knows from school. Okay. Um, but of a different ethnicity than us. And so it's kind of like one of those awkward moments where he's like at that age where he's noticing, like, you know, it's that typical joke. Like to us, some people look at us and like, oh man, all, all white people look the same. You know what I mean? And so he's at that age now where it's like when he's norm- noticing a different ethnicity because that ethnicity might not be very prevalent around here, though it is just not in his classroom. He thinks that people of that ethnicity all look the same. So he's like, oh, wow, that kid looks like young. His, he has exact same head, even though the kid's like 15 instead of six. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, and he's talking about it loud. Like it's, you know, like, like, you know, he doesn't know it could be offenseful and stuff. So uh, having some fun walks home as the kids are getting a little bit more, uh, I don't know, noticing the world around them more. But it's pretty fun because it was so loud. And the kid, he looked back and he looked kind of looked at us and then he just kept walking and having a good time. But yeah, it's, it's fun to see them learn. On the way home that same day, I just, I lost it. I kept it inside, but I lost it. There's a dog. Now, I live in a cul-de-sac, right? Which, for those that don't know what that means, that means my street's a dead end. It's just a big no circle at the road. end. And you, yeah, that's right. You got you to go out the way you came in. It's a cul-de-sac, all right? I have a dog. Not my dog. I have a dog. But there is a dog that, and I don't know when, but it is crapping on my lawn, and it is all the time. It's a big dog. My, my dog could crap for a week and not have the amount of crap that this dog does in one poop. And this dog, I, I mowed the lawn today because apparently the grass is still growing. I had to pick up nine ginormous craps. So I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy little sticks. I'm going to pay to have like little signs printed. I'm going to have them laminated. I'm going to put angry signs. I'm not even going to pick up the craps anymore. I'm going to put these signs right there. And I'm going to put them all over my lawn. Something along the lines of, I love your dog, but not its crap. Pick it up. So, and you're going to see like, then all of a sudden they're going to see like 11 signs. Why do you get a camera? Because it's way more expensive than just making picket signs. Yeah, but then you'll know. And then when they walk by, you can yell at them every time. Oh, that would be good. Make a little ding sound every time somebody triggers a camera. Mm-hmm. I would lose my crap if a dog was walking past my house and pooped on the lawn. Like, I hate a bunny walking across my lawn. I can't even <laughs> imagine if a dog was taking a dump. This dog is coming, like, almost up to the house. The owner doesn't give wow. a crap. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I know who it is, and they're a fantastic family. Nope. Nope, they're not. Just I, new to the dog not. business. They're just... I had a good week. My kids are learning how what the things that they are and aren't allowed to say in public as they start saying things. And also, I'm going to murder some of my neighbors. It's going to be good. At least a dog, at the very least. No, it's always the people. It's not yeah. dogs. Well, well, I don't think the person is taking a dump on your lawn. No, but it's the person that's not picking it up. It's not like the dog's walking around with a little poop bag. But you'll teach them a lesson by killing their dog. If, you're, if you have your dog you come off do leash, that to that's me. great. What? <laughs> come teach me a lesson by killing my dog. <laughs> okay. Oh, just no. bring your dog over oh. to my lawn. Anyway, tell me about your week. Uh, I, had a, I had a really relatively awesome, great week, I think. I think it was really good. <laughs> I have. Yeah. So first off, I just want to say we had a great review on the podcast. If you if you listen and you like us, leave us a review because we like reading them. You can leave them on 
Yeah. Uh, Apple, if you're on Apple, that's the easiest one. And then you can also review us on, I don't know, anywhere. But this one, it was awesome. The very beginning. Only give us good reviews, though. If you don't like us, don't review. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just go to Reddit. Take it to Reddit if you don't like <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll read it. We promise. Anyway, this we got a review this week and it was awesome. It was a five star and uh, it was titled Entertaining to Say the Least. And I'm just going to read the very beginning part because I really liked it. And uh, they said, as a parent of two kids, I can relate to the banter at the beginning of each episode, which is actually really nice. I find myself literally laughing out loud over the extremely accurate retelling of the day to day dad life struggles. And what I really like about that is because when we started the podcast, the whole like one of the big points of it was you and I just doing what we normally do, just chatting, having our talks. Was it like that at the beginning? I don't remember. Yeah. And awesome. we talked about the, fo- the fact that we wanted to catch up. Use it oh, as our right, chance right. to catch yes, up. Yes. And so it's really nice to hear other people that are like not telling us that they hate the, be- you know, because I yeah, actually yeah. really like the beginning too when we get to just chat and catch up and chit chat. Yeah. I got a message from one of our friends this week saying that he started listening to the podcast and thinks it's awesome. And I was laughing. I'm like, just you, if you don't play Path of Exile, you should stop at like <laughs> 20, 25 <laughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes mark. Yeah. Otherwise, you might not. You might start to hate us, but my week, let me see. I bought a vacuum for my lawn. <laughs> As you do. So what happened? Here's what happened. I was talking to a buddy and I, the, my front lawn is looking really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, freshly vacuumed lawn. Looks oh, really my, nice. Oh my God. The pictures when it's freshly vacuumed, I tell you, uh, he was, he was talking about, a mulcher and i'm like well i have a mulcher for my lawnmower but you know a, a mulcher basically doesn't allow the grass to escape it just sucks it back up and then keeps chopping it so it uses dual blades and it, it cuts it up to and then you're fertilizing your own lawn right which is good in some cases you just got to be careful with how you're doing it but he said no for for leaves i'm like what he says yeah it's i i uh, got a mulcher for my lawn that lets me mulch the leaves and suck up the leaves and i'm like well, I mean, that sounds cool, but what I hadn't even thought about it. And so that night, my wife and I went out in the evening for a little bit and we went walking through Lowe's. Guess what was there? Sitting right on a shelf, <laughs> right out front. And I was like, what? This is what we were talking about. So she kept walking and I'm like, how am I going to do this? Like, how, how do I pick <laughs> this up and convince her that we need it? And so I just did it. I was like, well... I'm just going to grab it and pick it up. And she's like, you have a blower. I'm like, I don't have a vacuum, though, because it does both. <laughs> it's a blower and a vacuum. And a vacuum. And it's got a backpack. So you put the bag on your back and it's got a thing that hooks up to it. It's heavy. Like, it's big. It's a heavy duty thing. So I hooked it right up and I went to town vacuuming my lawn. It was so <laughs> much fun. I got because you can actually get more than if you raked because the it, like I could. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but I was putting it like right on the grass and sucking up any pieces of leaves that were still under there. And then it chops them up, dumps them into your backpack. And then uh, it looked and then I and then I got to do a because. So the reason one of the other reasons, too, is because I'm using a real mower, uh, you can't you can't have leaves and sticks on your lawn. It will actually chip and and dent, uh, like break the blades. Your real mower sounds so annoying. <laughs> oh, but it looks so good. And it lets me cut it so low. It just looks, I don't even know how to put it into words, but it looks incredible. Okay. And so anyway, I vacuumed my lawn this week. 
and then I cut it nice and short, got a nice, oh, it was already short anyway, but got some winterizing done for it. I'm going to try and force those roots down deep over the winter time. And, uh, how'd you winterize it? You can use like, so go like really awesome nerdy here, but certain combinations of a not super high amount of nitrogen. So like a 2100 or a 2105. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. If you apply it, it's a little late. I should have done it a little bit more towards the middle of October, just because we've had a weird stretch of temperatures. Yeah. You also seeded a little late too, didn't you? No, my seeding was fine, but we had like the last week we were hitting multiple days into the like negatives almost in the overnight. Yeah. A couple of them. That's not good for doing anything with the grass like that. It's basically done, but now we've started to warm up again. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. But what it try, what the goal is, is to try and put some, some, some stuff into the ground so that when the spring rolls around again, um, I start getting better growth. Plus it starts to get the roots to grow a little deeper because it's a newer lawn as well. Right. So I don't want it. I don't want anything to go wrong over winter, but, uh, so it still looks fantastic. I'm cute. <laughs> I'm telling you, this vacuum is amazing. I, it, now, this so is loud. just for aesthetics, though, right? This is just so that you, it looks the way you want it, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it like replaces you're against mulching, but just because you don't want the look of a mulched lawn, right? I'm not against mulching. Well, no, 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 but you're not mulching. You're sucking up the leaves instead of putting them back in your lawn, just be, for the sake of aesthetics, right? If I was mulching my lawn, like with the, with the lawnmower, I would be mulching the grass. Oh, right. Your lawnmower can't do it. My other lawnmower can, but I would still wouldn't want to be breaking up the leaves and the sticks. I would want to be breaking up the grass and putting the grass. I don't want leaves at all. This just replaces raking. You know what I did today? Tell me. We have a magnolia tree in the front. It's fantastic. Lots of leaves, lots of leaves that fall. It's fantastic. So you know what I did today when I needed to mow the lawn? I ignored the leaves. I mulched it all because bags are lame. Also, I can't lift them back and forth. So mulching is really my only option, but it probably would have been the option that I chose anyway. And I ran it all over. It was awesome. You know how I do the side of my lawn, like where edges to the grass, sorry, the edging to the garden. Mm -hmm. I tilt the lawnmower. I just put the lawnmower in the garden and I go all the way through. If there are any plants near that edge, they're gone. And I get a nice line. And uh oh, where'd everybody go? I hit, sorry, I hit a few buttons. <laughs> you got excited there with your lawn mowing. <laughs> yeah, I was using my hands to talk. And uh, anyway, and it looks good. Now I have some nicely chopped leaves and nicely chopped lawn. Sexy. I used to just, I used to just run the mulch over even with the, the leaves there, but I got a vacuum now. So <laughs> That's it. that was one of the best not, moments of the Not week. happening. So vacuum my lawn this week. I also, we got a, a stationary bike. Uh, for like doing exercising at home yeah. and we got the, it's a, it's called recumbent. It's like, I, I call it the old man version, which I'm fine with because it's better on my back to be able to, you're more like in a reclined position while you're biking. And, uh, yeah, there's just, you can't go to the gym with COVID. Like trying to go to the gym right now is it's really dumb. You got to book ahead. You get like an hour long session that you're given to do what you want. Yeah. But it's really hard for us to find free time though. That's not in the evening and neither of us wants to go out at nine o'clock to the gym. So my wife talked about buying a treadmill and I'm like, I can't do a treadmill. It'll kill my back, but let's try a bike. And so we set up a bike. It's turned, uh, it's been fun, but it's turned into a competition where now we're <laughs> like, who's been riding longer. So there's been a couple nights where at 11 o'clock at night, I'm like, 
damn it. All right, I got to do 45 minutes because <laughs> she's like just kicked my butt. Uh, oh, anyway. Awesome. It's been killing your butt though. You couldn't hang out Monday night. Oh man, the first day we got it was pathetic. Like it was actually <laughs> pathetic. And I'm not, I'm not like a huge guy. I'm not overweight. I'm not, but I haven't had a chance to work out in quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. Whew, Monday, the first day of it, kicked my butt. It's been better since. I've, I've rode it every single day for at least two hours. Oh my goodness. Not at once. I can't do two hours at once, but like throughout the day. That sounds like a colossal waste of time. No, I work, <laughs> man. It's awesome. Oh, you're working while you're riding? if I'm on my phone or if I'm on my laptop, yeah. Mm. So it actually works out quite well. And my wife watches TV, uh, so she likes it too for that. But uh, I had a great conversation with somebody in your stream that one. And so I literally, as soon as you finished, because that was Monday, I was dead. And I went up to die upstairs. And I was talking to my wife. I'm like, all right, so this is what this guy said. Here's what, <laughs> That's right. here's what we need to know. Talking about your heart rate zones. Yep. And then I also found out this week that apparently my whole family hides chocolate. What? From you? Yes. Apparently they all accused me of eating their chocolate. And so they, my daughter who's six told me she has hiding spots throughout the house. <laughs> It came up with uh, Halloween, right? Because Halloween for we're recording on Friday. So Halloween's tomorrow. So happy Halloween if you're listening to this. Uh, But yeah, so they, these little dicks hide chocolate. (laughs) I buy the damn stuff and they hide it. That's so weird. Super rude. That's hilarious. My kids don't need to. I can't eat it. You won't eat it, yeah. No, so they're just like eating in front of me. Dad, you can't have this. You have a allergic. I actually like that better. (laughs) Eating. Uh, And then I started playing Outer World. How was that on? Uh, uh, it's not bad. It's like it's like Fallout style first person shooter RPG. It's very Fallouty, Fallouty in the sense of um, like Pip Boy Fallouty, like that that cartoony sort of fun. Yeah, based on the old time, but you know it, it's it's actually not bad. I it's hard to it's hard to play a, a large RPG game and not find it repetitive though. And if I even look back at Fallout, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like you eventually get to a point where you're just the names are different, but you're just following along and doing the same, the same thing. So, yeah, I think Rockstar is brutal for that. You meet five new people, five new letters, and you do three quests each, and then it moves on to five new letters on your map. You know, I remember because I used to be really big into Bethesda hearing one of their interviews. And it's like that kind of storytelling is the hardest because you can do whatever you want, whenever you want and come back to the story whenever you want. So we have to try and find a way to make the story compelling enough that when you come back, you've remembered it, but you're still interested in it, but we don't want to bore you for it. Like it, I wouldn't know what to do, but I can see how, yeah. Their storytelling has been pretty good, but the, it's just that you're, it's relatively repetitive. Yeah. But it is good. And it was on sale. I, I got pissed off at, at POE and we'll talk about POE week in yeah. a minute here, but I got pissed off and I was like, all right, I got to do something else for a little bit. So I don't get angry. And uh, Outer World was on sale. And, and it's one that I wanted to check out anyway. Okay. So that's what I checked out. How was your, uh, how was your POE week? Whew. Uh, well, how much time do you have? Oh, actually, you know what happened? First time ever. I'm walking around now. You remember like I went to a Soyuz and I'm wearing my POE swag, hoping somebody like, okay, new area. Nobody where I'm from, you know, ever notices. Uh, and so, yeah. And so I'm in a Soyuz. I go out. Nobody notices. Lame. So anyway, 
I'm at Costco. I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm shopping at Costco as much as I can, even though normally I shop at a different store, but Costco is a lot more open spaced. I feel like I'm less COVID-y at Costco. I still get just as mad. That You're such an angry person. Why do you Grocery cart. Anyway, so I'm there and I'm like pulled over as far as I can be. So I'm being respectful to people that want to pass as opposed to being in the middle of the aisle like everybody else checking their phones. I'm on the side and I'm looking at my grocery list and all of a sudden I hear somebody with like a really nervous voice. I like your hoodie. And I'm like, I look down. It was my POE hoodie. And I'm like, oh my goodness, do you play? Do you want to be friends? What's your name? Uh, no, I just said thanks. Did you actually say, was, no, I just they actually thanks. knew it was Path of Exile? Yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm like, cool. do you play? Because they're still walking away because they have they had a leash attached to them. And uh, they're like, I used to. Bye. <laughs> I guess they weren't allowed to stop. But um, it happened. Huh. My swag got recognized. That's pretty sweet. Word. So I got a question before I talk to you about my peer wee week here. Tell me. You see this? Sorry about this, people. You see my face? It's ugly as always, yeah. Yeah. What do you think it would look like if I didn't have any facial hair but a mustache? You would look super pedo. <laughs> <laughs> so I posed the question to my wife because where we're from, right, we do different social things in our communities, both nationally or locally, whatever, to, you know, encourage different research or awareness of different things, right? So for November, a lot of the times in our area, Movember instead of November is a time where guys, they just, everybody, whether you can grow one or not, they wear a mustache and it's just to remind people about. They wear a mustache. They grow <laughs> like a mustache. <laughs> anyway. What's yeah, it's raising money for uh, like colon cancer. and Right. So it's about, so you grow a mustache and it's just the reminder about it. And so I'm like, hey, hey, dear, do you, uh, what do you think about me wearing a mustache for Movember? Like that's it? And cutting the rest? Like shaving the rest? Yeah, yeah. Mustache, oh, you would right? look terrible. And so I ask her and just very deadpan. I don't even know if she looked up from her book or not. She's like, nope, just support it in another way, dear. I agree 100%. Just give somebody <laughs> else money. Don't do that. You would look terrible. Anyway. This will be my first November with facial hair, I think. Congratulations. Because I've never grown facial hair. It was actually funny. My My oldest was like, we were talking about something in the picture in, in for forever exiled is the two of us. Right. And I've got a beard in it. And he's like, so what are you going to do if you ever shave? I was like, I just can't now. <laughs> I am married <laughs> to that picture. I, that's I wear forever. that shirt. That's right. I that wear being that said, why would I want to shave? It's so much easier not to. The only reason I don't shave or that I have facial hairs because shaving's annoying. It's not because of like a visual preference. I hate shaving. Every two weeks when I go to get my haircut, she trims the beard and that's it. I don't do you get anything. get your haircut every two weeks? Yeah, dude. If, if, okay, if the hair on the side of my head starts to touch my ear, I actually become a little psychotic. That just means you're already psychotic. Yep. And that's just the trigger for me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she likes me. Wow. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need any other clients. That's amazing. I'm assuming you probably go never, never. No, I don't. I bought my own shaver. Are you kidding me? The same number of shaver that I use on my face is what my head Just gets. the whole body. <laughs> That's right. So if I feel like going thin, <laughs> my hair on my head, which I don't really have is thin. If I feel like having a longer beard, well, hair on my top's getting long. I'm not switching that number. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. How was your POE week? Board. 
huge PoE week. Are you ready for this? I am. Tell me. I had an awesome PoE week, but I had a really well. You and I barely played. Yeah, um, sorry. That one that was night. My fault. No, no, don't don't be sorry. That's no problem at all. But we barely played, so I didn't get to touch the PC that much. We played for maybe an hour before um before I had to go to bed. Manness kicked in. Yeah, <laughs> my Tyler kicked in. So I uh, did some. Let's see. I did play some Divinity, but my Dark Souls night canceled. So I had some console time in, and I was really pumping my animate weapon build this time. I'm like, I, I love the build, and it works really well. Like a lot of builds without the best gear in the world, it's circumstantial. There's some circumstances that it's good at. There's some circumstances that it's bad at. And I just had a really rough session with this with this build. I'm like, man, maybe... What was I thinking? Like, what's going on? Was this on Thursday? This? Yeah. Uh, you were dead a lot. I checked in a couple of times. I was. <laughs> but, but I, as I'm going through, I'm like, they were just brutal map mods. Like, it was me looking at the map mods and being like, I know that says 121% quantity, but those look totally fine. Those look fine. Then I'm in the map. I'm like, no, <laughs> can't get past the initial onslaught of enemies. You know, I'm three portals in and I'm like, I can still see everything I've cleared in the mini map from when I enter the area. But then, so, you know, I'm thinking like, I think the mods are fine. Maybe it's just the build that sucks, right? Or I'm just coming across circumstances. Like my primary defense in that build is um, blasphemies of temporal chains and enfeeble. So anybody that's not cursed is hitting me at full force. And some environmental effects as well, right? That aren't technically considered enemy damage hit me full, full force. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe... Maybe the blasphemy thing's not working out for me. But then I bring in my my go-to, right? My my zombie build. The zombies never die. They're rock solid. The the blocking and the damage it's just, it's a wicked build. And I go in and I'm like, what, what's going on? Like my my zombies get annihilated. And then I take a look at the map mods again. I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, those are those are really bad. <laughs> like normally I'm looking for mods, map mods that my build can't do. And I kind of glaze over like why a map is so difficult you know what i mean i'm just looking for things i can't do right with sure. an rf character i'm just looking for lower can't life regen. recovery um yeah can't regen lower max resists and if it doesn't have any of those then i'm like yep let's go and then i'm like holy smokes this map is hard and i'm like skirting around like having a hard time so it was just bad chance i had a lot of rough maps but they were really good it was awesome gameplay i'm trying to figure out like a really smooth way to make animate weapon as one build as possible. And my guide is very open-ended in regards to that because everybody has a different play style, but I, uh, I found just the most amazing way to play. It's, it's awesome. So I had a really good play week, but I also got a lot of filter testing in too. And just the Huzzah. other day, Wormath from our Discord started asking lots of filter questions. So I've been in heaven. Do you know who he is? He's awesome. I met him in... Uh... New Zealand. Oh, cool. At awesome. ExileCon. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, he keeps asking when we're giving away the car. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wormath and I have been uh, chit-chatting about filters for a while. It's been like a dream come true. Now, you remember, I did I did a couple, two, 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 two more things in my POE week. Remember last week, I was like, this magical change, like the Berenstein to Berenstain bear books with Fortify. You remember that? Where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, even even though it's not even the changes on the wiki, out of nowhere, it says fortify doesn't work with triggered skills. 
Mm-hmm. So we had someone, I think it was on YouTube that said, it just means that the skills that are trigger skills, like, I don't know, something like repost can't give you fortify. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I was playing with fortify, right? Trying to give my animate weapons fortify along with myself. I was doing it with cyclone and castral channeling. Guess what? Fortify doesn't apply to minions when it's through cast while channeling because the minions are triggered. They don't get fortify. So I'm like, no way, that can't be true. Maybe it's something to do with animate weapon. Maybe they're considered projectiles for some reason. I don't know. And so I go and I load up my old school Cyclone Castle Channeling SRS build. Nope. No fortify on those either. And I swear I saw them before in a previous league. But anyway, it's a thing. It's officially officialized. Fortify cannot work on something if it's been triggered. And you, you're convinced that that's new? Yes. I'm convinced it's new and there's a conspiracy that it hasn't been updated. That change wasn't logged on the wiki. That was one of their silent changes. They're like, don't that tell. was this That's is a big right. deal. Somebody, somebody's paying them off. Now, remember there was a big bug thingy thing in, I forget if it was the patch notes, one of the previous week's patch notes where it said that the Val Temple's no longer in the same region that it's in. And it's no longer. I think the term big is Nah, it's a stretch. Okay, nobody's this talking to you. Uh, this, <laughs> this is to everybody else except for you. So everyone else, you remember when I they was hated saying it that- the whole, It was a big deal. <laughs> everyone was talking about this. I know, it was amazing. <laughs> Val Temple used to be required to, you had to do the Val Temple map bonuses to unlock favorites for the region that Val Temple was in. So in a previous patch, they said, Val Temple is no longer in this region. It's been moved and it no longer is needed to unlock favorites. Well, guess what? It got moved and it was the only map I hadn't done in the area and I couldn't unlock favorites for its new region. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I could finally, finally, I think it was the old one was in Valdo's Rest. I could finally allocate favorites for Valdo's Rest because Val Temple wasn't there. So anyway, all my sessions, I've been... T15, valet, T15, valet, T15, valet, not getting anything. I'm getting the, like the best Val luck in the world. I can do every single Valed map I did, but unfortunately none of the Val temple. But then, thank you, Zana. She gave it to me. And holy crap, is there a boss in there that's a prick, hey? It's one of those like triple boss fights. The last boss, yeah. Yeah, so you know like when you're doing the normal Aziri run that... It's the second version when you're doing Aziri. So you do the Val Temple and then you do these guys, which is the triple boss. Yeah. And the triple boss, there's one prick in there. Oh my goodness. Hits like a truck. Depends on the order that you kill them, right? Because you can't, once you kill one, they all heal up and then they're buffed. And then when you kill the second, the one is buffed again and heals up. So there's usually an order. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I didn't catch any of that, man. And the last one that was left, I... Just like one hit was like, whoa, I felt yeah, like I needed super to go to buff hospital. By the end. Yeah. So did you finish it though? Yeah, no, I got it. Oh, so I've, go. I've unlocked it. So now I'm, now I'm a cool kid. Now I don't need to bow my T-15s anymore. You can rejoice. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. Hey, so I hear you're a little pissed. Want to tell me about your P-O-Wee-Wee? No, I'm not pissed. Well, you just said you were pissed. I don't, I don't know. Did I use the word pissed? No, that seems a little so. harsh. I, raunchy. I raunchy pissed is raunchy. No, it's not raunchy. Just, 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 just. I think I could find up way more raunchy words than pissed. Well, of but, course, there's more raunchy. 
Well, you could just say more raunchy, I guess. Yeah. If I was talking option. about other words, but I said pissed. Talk about your my POE week. All right. So I am still playing the two builds. I'm really liking them both. I've got the blade vortex exploding everything on the screen, playing with artillery ballista for killing bosses. And, the, and it, it is working great. I've done Cyrus eight now. Still hate the fight, but I can at least do it now without a huge struggle. Do you have to have corrupted blood with you for you to be successful with it comfortably? You know, I don't actually have it on my artillery ballista guy, but I do have it on my blade vortex guy. It, it definitely makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I have it though on the artillery ballista guy if I'm thinking off the top of my head, but there, you know, maybe it's just because we're f- further into a league. So I've been doing it for a while, but I just, I got really frustrated with shotgun damage and heists and I there's just certain things about it that get a little annoying after a bit. So I don't like, I don't like how slow it feels until you get the heist item. And it's just because of a lack of enemies, you know, like there's so for me, I'm not moving as fast as I could until I start killing more. And I'm also without power charges, which I'm not getting unless I'm killing or hitting things. It just feels slow. I just find that part to be a little bit on the slow side. And then the shotgun damage was driving me like just freaking nuts. Like I just hate dying to something that I can't figure out what actually caused it. I'm trying to think what specifically might have just had me. I feel like it was just that that just kind of turned me right off. And I was like, okay. And then I I decided to do a simulacrum, which was fun, really good until the very there was one boss left in the 20th wave. And it's the unique guy. Oh, so he waited until wave 20 to hit you. No, he had been there. He comes through a few different waves, but I should have swapped over to my boss killing guy right away. And I wasted too many portals trying to, you know, mess around with him on a, on a class that just cannot fight a boss without charges, flasks, all that kind of stuff. And so that just, I was like, all right, I need a, I need a break. That's what pushed me into outer world. So my, my weekend POE was, it was fine. There's a little, there's nothing, it's nothing that's specific to heist. I feel like it's just the way that I set up my builds. Like when I did maps with my blade vortex, it was awesome. So maybe it is a little bit. It's just that in a map, you're always moving. I can always move. There's always enemies to kill. And when there aren't, I just leave, right? I, I port out and I make a new map. I run a new map and I just, that cycle continues. So it's never a problem. Yeah. With heist though, that, that beginning part for me is just super boring. Because I'm just going through the heist really slow. And we talked about this, I think, on Monday. But I, and I, we've definitely talked about this since the beginning of heist. I absolutely am so tired of locked doors on the way out. Because they're not, it's not like it's just maybe one or maybe two. Sometimes it's three in a row. Like, not even like multiple rooms away. We've talked a lot about in the past the idea of GGG slowing the game down. And we both are fine with that, but not this way. I don't want to be forced to slow down because I'm waiting for an idiot follower. You know, I, I'm waiting for a progress bar to complete. I hate that. It drives me crazy. It's like a load screen, but you can die in it. Yeah. And, and because I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The, I went through and unlocked these doors. Blew don't them relock them. Yeah. Blew them up, cut them down, whatever it is. So I, that, that part just really gets me, especially when you're playing a build, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite lucky with the drops that I had this league. And so having a headhunter is almost pointless if you're having to stop every couple seconds to unlock a door. I, it's so 
I built to be fast. I can do maps insanely quick, which I love. And the whole purpose of this build was to get out of heists quick. But now I'm sitting there waiting for Tibbs to just like roll along and and open it up. Now, the changes they made in the last patch were really good for making like heists better. Uh, just, well, I guess I don't know if it's necessarily good. We talked about it last week, but the whole currency doubling, you can roll them on your oh, yeah, brooches yeah. properly. It at least made it so I didn't feel like I always had to go with Vendiri. And so it's made it fun in the sense that the drops can be pretty good for currency. But I just don't have any interest if it's taking me an annoyingly long time to get out. And I think I mentioned to you this week, too, that I, I was starting to feel like if I wanted to keep up with the the currency and the stuff that's happening in the league, I was going to have to go the fractured yeah, that's right. route of the heists, the grand heists. And I don't want to. I don't want to be playing the same. Yeah, the same heist over and over again. There's a reason that random maps interest us. But with that said, I think it's genius for people doing it. I like. Yeah, it's not a criticism to it. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Like I can't keep up with rogue markers. I can't. I cannot keep up with rogue markers to be able to run grand heists, which is super frustrating that I have run all of my heists and I have 40 or 50 grand heists sitting there that I can unlock. Whereas the people who are fracturing them don't have to spend any rogue markers. True. And they just keep running it over and over again. Why not do it? Do you think that that balance needs to revolve the balance of markers versus grand heist cost? Do you think that should revolve more around the solo self found mentality or around the trade mentality? Because if they want you to trade for it, you could list for markers instead of chaos, right? I could buy markers if I wanted to, but I don't want to. But what I do think is that when they made grand heist fracturable, well, first off, that was dumb. But let's say they did do it. And I know we talked to BK about this. And the reason that it's a problem in the way that I want them to fix it is because when you fracture an item, you're creating a mirrored copy of that item. Mm -hmm. And so the, when they fracture it, they're doing it where it's already been discovered. It's already been unveiled. The markers have already been spent. So there's no, you're, you're fracturing this item that doesn't require any investment almost at all. Right. That they should not be fracturable. It's, it is really dumb that they made them, they made rogue markers useless. And if you don't want to play that route, which I don't, I would rather do a bunch of different types of heists. I can't, I don't get enough rogue markers to do it. Well, we'll see what they do, right? Because heist, we had the same complaint about heist. We thought a lot of the issues that revolved around heist based on co-op ability, I guess it was revolving around at that point. But we were thinking that a lot of the issues or complaints we had about heist could be solved by not making seeds tradable, right? And if you have, and with that same mentality, if you change the structure of what something is, so you can fracture with this, but you can't fracture with this, it kind of changes stuff. So maybe we'll have to wait to see, like for a league, having that type of unbalance, I, I guess it's fine. Like it kind of sucks depending on your mentality, but it's temporary. We'll see if, if heist, which we think it will go score how that'll how those contracts and grand heists will interact with normal currency after that yeah i hope that they make it so grand heists are not fracturable i just don't because you can't make it so that once it's fractured you still have to invest in it if you could totally fine with that if you were actually fracturing like the white version like an unveiled normal base version of that's what you were getting as a result of fracturing it 
I would be fine with that because you'd still need all the markers to unveil all the rooms. That wouldn't bother me. The idea that you can fracture a fully unveiled grand heist and spend no markers to unveil it and you just get to run it is doesn't work. What if grand heists were always corrupted? So you still had to spend markers to unlock rooms, but you couldn't change anything else about it. I don't know. That, to be honest, man, the rolling of heists and grand heists to me is more annoying than rolling maps. Oh, the mods are insane, hey? There's so oh many worse goodness. ones you can get now. So it's not even just like, oh, this has elemental reflect or oh, this has no regen. It's like, well, this one I can't by the time, because I tested it. I was curious, like, okay, it's based on alert level, but is alert because... I wanted to know if the game considers when you're trying to leave the heist as alert level 100%, which it does, which is oh. for some of these things, it's terrible. Like 16% per 25 means you're like for mana regen Yeah, is brutal. It's absolutely brutal on some builds. And then you talk about all the ones with like resists and. Oh, I yeah, it's unbelievable. Imagine doing heist with RF. Yeah, you'd have right? to be super and you careful. Have this, like, well, I mean, obviously you have to be picky, like with any build with the map mods and heist mods like you do with anything but when you have that much more that you have to be careful of it can get pretty annoying yeah and then they added like ones where you're getting alert level over 10 seconds and you're getting an automatic lockdown as soon as you hit 100 like there's so many more things that are really negative to the run it's i find it way more frustrating to roll them than maps and that's when the shotgun happens when everything's at yeah its when worst. it's at 100 that's true yeah. right and i mean they've been trying to get away from shotgun damage in their normal mapping. And then no matter what you make this heist league revolve around, no matter what the rewards are, it's 100% shotgun damage on a rate. Like that's the mechanic you're constantly facing every single door. And then to make it so that these mods, I mean, you're still trying to be careful with the mods, but at the same time, like you said, you're on a marker shortage, you're running what you can. Like that's, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in your camp. I really wanted to like it. At the end of the day, I don't like it because of just the basics. Are you talking heist? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I still do like heist, but I'm just, I feel like maybe I've just run my course a little bit with it and I needed a break. I am quite looking forward to when we do our private league, I think, and maybe we'll give some teasers at the end of this episode for our upcoming private league. But so I am looking forward to a bit of a change to trying it a little bit different. But yeah, I, it was a fine week POE related. I was super tired from riding a stupid From bike your bicyclette my bicyclette uh so yeah uh it was good though it, you know what to be honest most of my week was revolved around what we're going to get into now which is this week in poe yeah which was a very interesting a very interesting week you're talking about all the mtx that came out this week right of course yeah i mean the skeleton <laughs> one is actually hilarious oh my isn't that the best i i message them no it's not like anybody else reads what i message but i like to message stuff anyway and i'm like Seriously, if they came out with more MTX, like that dancing skeleton, if you haven't That's seen That's all I care yet, about people, is the dancing. Yeah, The dancing skeleton pet that they came out with is freaking hilarious. And if you haven't seen it, go check out the little YouTube video they have from the store because it is so... It's someone like just so jazzy and energetic. It's that really annoying, always happy person at work that made that MTX. Yeah, he's so happy. they just made it them dancing like a skeleton. It is so freaking funny. Did you see Brittle's post about that? No, I didn't. Okay, so GGG posts, uh, it's called the, it's part of their Halloween thing, right? And so one is this new dancing skeleton. It's a pet. And, but the best part about this skeleton pet is when it's running because its arms are <laughs> flailing and everything. <laughs> yeah. 
So she writes, okay, hear me out. How about the skelly pet as an SRS skill effect MTX as well? Some of the little skellies, they flail, run to the enemies at high speeds only to turn around and butt bongos their foes to death. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? That would be amazing. To have a bunch yes. of those like out running. I think that'd be oh, hilarious. So good. Anyway, it, that, that was my favorite one that they, that they released. That's awesome. I'd have my zombies do that in a heartbeat. You betcha. I mean, and besides was, Celestial, of course. <laughs> it was, yeah, of course. It was hilarious though. I forget if it was the normal episode or after dark, but you mentioned to me the second we finished recording, you're like, Ty, as we were doing this, they came out with a Celestial dominating blow. Like another Celestial minion skin. Now, I can't give them a hard time. They have come out with so many non-Celestial skins. Like my, my complaint about being like Path of Celestial is gone now for this time being but yeah I, I but i mean it sells right it's their it's their biggest one but dominating blow got a new one which really stood out did you see the new portal did you like the portal okay so i got a question for you in english how we talk because it's a french word but is it do we say guillotine or do we say guillotine well honestly i don't know how we would normally say it we say guillotine just because we've played it, it's for our friend group it's just we played the game and so we've all just called it that but i think like english speaking canadian and well certainly i would imagine american it's probably guillotine okay yeah but we would say guillotine so this and this portal is amazing have you seen it yet mm -hmm. you liked oh, it? did you like it i thought you would love it i thought by now i wasn't expecting it mm -hmm. i thought you would have already purchased it like i love the realistic stuff not like you know, this game's based on realism in a way, but you know, I love the realistic looking armor. I love the realist. Oh man. And this, this is so cool. I thought it was awesome. Did you, did you like it? Did you like it? Did you like I it? I don't mind it. Why? It even chops down when it, when you, you close it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe if there was like a, a character in it waiting for it to chop down. And when I clicked it, it chopped off their head. Maybe then dancing skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> It, the dancing skeleton was my favorite of all the MTX. I just love its run. I don't care about anything else except its run. <laughs> I love gonna, the arms flailing. The next love time it. we play, we're going to log in and everyone's just going to be running in circles, right? In the main hub. And everyone's going to have skeletons. Do you see pets? Oh, yeah, you do see pets. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so I, 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 I didn't get any of these Halloween ones, but that was my favorite looking one. Tisk, tisk, just tisk, tisk. I got to save up all these points for our league coming up. Ah, yes. It's going to be so fun. All right. So huge announcement. Yeah. So we had everybody at this point knows about it. It's we got I would say we're actually relatively lucky with when we record this episode to the fact that at least both of both of these announcements had come out because it would have sucked to talk about just the first one. And then all of a sudden his second one comes out. So I'll talk about the first one. I'll just say what it was. And then you bring up the second one. But let's talk about the first one first. So anyone that is probably been paying attention knows that they decided to delay 3.13. So the next league and the primary reason for that, it was because cyberpunk for now, the third time, uh, had its release date pushed. So they pushed the release date to December 10th for, I think cyberpunk. Oh, cyberpunk's December 10. Okay. Yeah. And 3.13 was planned for December 11th. So the next day. It, I, it was a little bit amusing to watch Twitter for me. So basically, when this first came out, the obviously announcement hadn't come out from GGG, but Cyberpunk put out that they were delaying it 
they want to make sure that it's in good condition, whatever. I don't actually care. People that were spazzing out, uh, this is not a GGG related thing, but that were upset with Cyberpunk for delaying it again are idiots. Why would you rather than put out a game that's not finished and yeah. perfect? And this is coming from somebody who only plays PC myself. Their reason for delaying it was that they want to make sure that it's ready on all platforms because they want to release simultaneous across all of them. Right. And so I saw people like, well, if it's ready on PC, just release it. Oh, go to hell. Like, just, I can't <laughs> stand people. Like, uh, I, I was talking to somebody recently. I said, people are the worst. And it's true because it, I would rather them release a game that's like exactly what they want it to be, especially something like Cyberpunk, which has been hyped for like a decade or not really, but it their hype, the hype mean. behind it has been insane. So they announced that they're going to be releasing it on December 10th. Uh, so there were a bunch of posts. Everybody's on Twitter, on Reddit. Uh, there were really funny posts from Bex. Like, I don't know if you saw Bex's tweet was just whelp. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then she put a screenshot later of a, uh, a reply from Chris, which was just no, 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 no. And, uh, and so sure enough, the next day, uh, Grinding Gear Games put out a, an announcement that they were going to be delaying their release of 3.13 until January. So that was the first announcement. What did you like minus the fact that we already know their reasoning? What did you think about the fact that they were going to be doing this? They said they would also be doing they would try to add stuff to play over the Christmas New Year break, like multi-week events, flashbacks, whatever. But they they don't have details of that yet. I have a lot of different avenues that I can go on. Like for me. Um... OK, hold on. Sorry, before you tell me, because I do want you to tell me. But did your opinion change when he released the next thing we're going to talk about? Which was Changeable his reasoning? Way. No, no, it didn't. Did your opinion I, change? I totally got what he, where he was coming from with his first post. Didn't need it. I like the second one. It's more informative. It's more heart to heart. But I, I got exactly what they meant from the first one. Sure. So I come at this from a few different perspectives. I'm a Christmas hater with GGG. I hate that they change end game and then go on Christmas break. So for me, any delay past the Christmas break, I am personally happy with because then I know that all the end game stuff that needs tweaking is going to get tweaked within a few days and weeks, not starting to get tweaked a month after release. So from that perspective, fine, but that's irrelevant. Like if we were talking about this being launched at the beginning, if Cyberpunk was getting delayed and this was all happening in 312, right? For summertime, let's, so here's, here's how I would think it. If I was running a company with you, a similar game like this, I wouldn't want to run my release dates around other games when I have a specific cycle that I need to go around. You know what I mean? Because you're not in control of what other people are going to do, right? There's always going to be something that comes up. Now, I guess kind of my thing with that, though, ties into some a detail that he explained in the second one. Apparently 3.9, their numbers were brutal, and it wasn't necessarily a reflection of the league for Blight, but it was a reflection because Classic WoW was released at around the same time. And Chris was saying something along the lines of they just within their seven-year history have been very lucky with the release of every single league that there hasn't been a real big blockbuster that's come out within a couple weeks before and after of each league launch. I For that one, I kind of wish that it was anything but Blight because I, it didn't correlate to my feelings for Blight. I, I didn't even play Classic WoW and I hated Blight. 
Right. So, but I did, yeah, he did, he did talk about that. And he said the numbers really reflected it irrelevant of it being a good league or not. So they must've been really low. And I had no clue about that. I must've missed all those posts, but either way, I have a hard time revolving around other companies, right? Especially when you have that, that schedule here, at least they have the opportunity. He said, I think it was in the first post that Chris said that 313 is going to be ready with their new mentality. They've applied it right away for the most part. 313 is going to be ready for its launch and it's going to be really well made, right? So with the pushback, it's just going to be better. And that means 314 is also going to get better as well. But if let's say the cyberpunk gets pushed back again, GGG does have the option of re-release or releasing 313 at an earlier date. Make sense? So I don't know from a company, I wish they would just stick to their guns, but I don't pay the bills. Like I don't have a complaint against it. Let me let me make let me make that the biggest point. To me, it doesn't matter. I think that GGG is doing the best that they can, and you read that from the second post that they absolutely hate this decision, but it's the best decision that they could make with all the negative choices that they could have made. I trust what they're doing is for the best. Yeah. So I think maybe we should get right into the second one. I just my one comment that bugged me about when this was the first one released. So they had said. You know, at that point, they had just said, we still plan to have 313 finished by early to mid-December. And so this is going to allow us to start work on the 3.14 expansion. When I read that, I go, okay, great. That's perfect. What irritated the absolute shit out of me was all of the people that were like, how dare you start working on 314 instead of fixing bugs and fixing this and that. I was like, I, I cannot. Okay. And we're going to get a little bit more into this, but I would never in my life want to be in the position that Chris and that team are in, right? which is to be under the pressure of just, hey, it's such a large collection of dicks. Like yeah. you cannot make them happy. You can't make them happy. They're, they're uh, uh, the, the whole delay aside, the fact that Chris is saying we should have 313 done by this point, which gives us time now to start working on 314. And you're still mad that they're not, doing bugs and fixes which they may be he didn't say that yeah, he just you have said no now idea us, what yeah i yeah. i, I uh, it just made me so angry so anyway he they put out this post and then sure enough because of i it has to be outcry and you know the freaking out on reddit and a lot of people were upset about the reasoning behind it so they were they were fine with the decision but they didn't like that it was which i don't really understand what that means like are you up is the you know, where people upset that because cyberpunk is the reason that they're doing it, which I understand where you're coming from too. Like, I don't like that it's based on another game. And if it was any other game, but cyberpunk, I would think this is silly and I don't think they would do it. I don't think they ever would have if it was any other game, but you have a game that is so unbelievably hyped up that, and, and he does talk about it in the follow-up because how far was it? He released the first one on the 28th of October and then he the next day. So his big post, which was basically his reasoning, the reasoning behind the, the delay, which was a long write up. Great one. You should definitely read it if you haven't seen it. Heart to heart. Uh, he I he for him to be as honest about saying like this would crush us, which he, people have to understand that. Can and I, can I even, give him a quote? Can I, can I quote something? Yeah, please. Cause I thought it was hilarious because it was a, like a heart to heart, but a very professional post when he's explaining why the delay was, he said, 
But the commercial reality is that if we kept our original release date, which would be then less than 24 hours away from the release date of Cyberpunk, if they stay on schedule, but the commercial reality is that if we kept our original release date, we would be fucked. Yeah. That stood out. Like, I just loved it. Apparently, Bex has only heard him swear about five times in her entire life. <laughs> and right. that was the sixth time. Like, just I saw a lot of people quoting that, and I thought that was fun. But it also should hopefully show you that he, it, it, it's a big deal. Like, and from a company standpoint, he said it before, and I know you don't like the December releases, but they're big releases for them. And it makes sense. You've got people that are just about to go on break. Yeah. You've got Christmas time. Like there's a lot of money that's coming in for them to even push it to January. There's, I would imagine there's already a potential loss just moving that one month forward for them. I'd put it in the millions would be my guess. It, it has to be, there has to be a financial loss. So you know that that wasn't the easiest decision, but that being said, if they don't do it, you lose an, um, the potential of a lot of players. And I get that there are people out there that just play Path of Exile and you're one of them. I don't think that's the majority of players. And even if it was, you have to be concerned that there's curiosity. Somebody goes, wow, like everybody's talking about this. Everybody's streaming it. Everybody's playing it. Yeah. We've talked to streamers before. We've had them in interviews. That first three weeks of a league launch is where they make their money. Yeah. So if you're competing now to decide, like, do I... Do I play the game? I, I wouldn't want to be in that position of having to make no. some decision like that. But anyway, with regards to his his decision and ex explanation, it's really long. I felt it was almost a little too much information because I didn't personally need to read why they did it. I'm fine with the fact that they they pushed it on. I like it because I'm going to play Cyberpunk. Now I have no feeling of, you know, I, I wouldn't, though, to be honest. No, you would just come in at a very stable 313 if they kept their original release date. Well, the, so the whole like talk about stability and whether they're working on 314 or working on fixes or whatever. I, I, I think the thing that bugs me is because everybody's in a pissy mood because of heist, which I don't, I actually don't think is fair. We've had this conversation. There's no point in us getting into it. I just disagree with a lot of people on that one. Yeah. But he has come out and said, hey, look, this is how we're developing now for 313 and onward. Yeah. And he's saying he says in this longer one that they were comfortable with the release date for 313 and that they're going to be fine with the 313 release. Give the guy a freaking chance. Like, you know what? If 313 comes out and it's buggy as shit, fine. Flip out. But this is the very first league after he's told people, hey, this is how we're going to do things going forward. So I don't know, give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> At least let them have something to come out with first, like actually wait until a product's out, right? Uh, uh, just complaining about something that doesn't exist yet. I, 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 I like what they're doing. Like, I, we have no idea what it's like to be in their shoes. And so I think what they're doing, you got to trust them. It's not like they want to lose the millions. It's not like they want to change their schedule. But I did read a couple cool responses on Reddit that, uh, that were made. Chris would be comfortable moving if Cyberpunk got delayed again. Uh, he, they would be comfortable. They're planning on having in terms of QA and the product available. They would be comfortable moving the release date of 3.13 back into January or into December if Cyberpunk had enough notice for their delay again, which I thought was cool. And there was even somebody that shared the same opinion as me in terms of 
changing Endgame before the Christmas break instead of, and then their idea was, you know, hey, Chris, has there been talk about maybe moving the Endgame change to after the Christmas break so those bugs can be fixed? And he's like, it's definitely a possibility. We're going to have to see how this goes as a trial run. So I thought that was really cool. One thing that people aren't talking about, though, that I, I mean, it's probably not the biggest factor, but it is something that I, I'm interested in because I keep getting excited about the sequel, Path of Exile 2. You still have to be concerned about your player base, not just from a financial perspective, but most definitely, even if you're thinking about putting people first, which was a huge part of Chris's second post, was I have to put my employees first. I want to give them the break that they deserve. I'm not going to make them work through the Christmas break because of cyberpunk. You know what I mean? So I really like that. It should always be a people first mentality, no no matter the company or the product that you run. But numbers also have a big value, obviously with the revenue, but they also have a big value because of the sequel coming up. Like we've noticed a huge value in GGG's, in our feedback, not us specifically. Well, I guess definitely you and me and then everyone else. No, (laughs) but the community's feedback about all these extreme ideas that GGG has given us over the past few leagues, including Harvest, including Heist. Those are all concepts and ideas that they're thinking of throwing into PoE2. And they need large portions of players to give them feedback, be it positive or negative, so that they know the scopes of all the different aspects of the game that they're really going to try and add into it, right? Because it's not just the new campaign, but there's all these cool things. Like if you add, you know, rogues, if you add replica uniques or um, experimental base types or 900 or like having three qualities per gem like that's all stuff that they need a lot of feedback and testing on and if you start a league and your numbers that are an ultimate low you're not going to get the feedback you want with the product that you're hoping you know what i mean like you're going to have to provide that product again in 314 in a way to get the numbers or the feedback that you want so anyway i like it from that perspective but like you said i play poe every day And no matter when the league is getting released, no matter the decisions that GGG makes, I'm going to keep playing and I'm going to like it. So let them be. Yeah. And I mean, so he he talks about a couple of their options. And one of them was, you know, we can't we can't launch a week later because that's the 18th, which means most of their staff are away. Uh, So which you don't want. If there's problems, good Lord, everybody likes to cry about them. So it would just be even worse. And then you're obviously not launching on the 25th or the, you know, December 25th or January 1st, which uh, again, totally understand it. And then he says, it gives us January 8th and January 15th. And so we're leaning towards the January 15th because all of his team is back by January 15th. And he puts a line in here where he says, I want to say to my team, you guys had a difficult year, go have a great vacation, come back, recharge, and we'll launch a product we're confident in that there shouldn't be much more than just that line that people need to read. Right. To be like, awesome, let's do it. This is going to be great. And I, I wasn't sure if I was going to say something about this, but he, <laughs> part of the end of his conversation or his post is, I still can't get over the thought that we have let you guys down. And he's talking about the actual beginning of that, sent, that, that uh, paragraph is, I'm really sorry that this decision has disappointed loyal Path of Exile fans who are excited to see what we've been working on for our next end game expansion. Uh, okay. I'm trying to understand the point of view of somebody who's disappointed. And the only thing I can think of is if you are just a, P- a POE player and that's all you do, I can understand a little bit about like, oh, that really sucks. Because December is you get time off. Yeah. Typically you have more time to play. New content. 
Yeah. And there, it's end game content too. Like it's new end game content, which is, is a big deal. Uh, but I don't think it takes much to read as to why they're making that decision. I think in all of this, the worst case scenario is cyberpunk delays again, and there's not going to be enough time for them to release 313 when cyberpunk delays. I mean, their last delay was a week and a half before release. So that's not going to give GGG enough time to do their release uh, early. Okay. When he says, I still can't get over the, the thought that we've let you guys down. I, this is just me. I hope that line in there is just to make people feel better. And I hope he doesn't actually feel like that because they make a great game that releases new content for free every three months. Four times a year. So it, the idea that it's let people down is just, uh, I have really choice thoughts and words for people that are in that camp. And uh, you know, I, you know what I, I realized this week as I was, you know, reading some of the posts and tweets and even that disgusting cesspool called Reddit. We're not actually the only people that find that Reddit tends to just be overly negative. Just a huge focus on being negative about stuff. So I'm at least happy to know that we're not just old grumpy guys that get pissed off about it, that there's actually other people that feel the same way. There's a lot of old grumpy people in this world. I would say I hope he doesn't actually feel sick about it or like, oh, you know, losing sleep about it because they release a great game every three months. And whether there's bugs or whatever, I just that to me is such a ridiculous thing to feel. I hope, like I said, I hope he's just saying that to make people happy. They go, oh, good. He feels bad about because I'm unhappy. I hope that's his only reason for doing it and doesn't legitimately actually feel bad about releasing a fantastic game every three months. Well, hopefully there's somebody that's over there that's uh, encouraging him with that. I'm sure they all are. I feel like they're all like, ah, Chris, I get why you said that. Yeah, and he's, looking at the, he's looking at the monitor with his fingers flailing. I feel like if this, if this was us, yeah. you would have added that line. You'd be like, I think we should put this in here. <laughs> Dustin would be like, no, don't you? No, no don't. Where's hit, the middle finger emoji guy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome for ensuring you get a great product. You're welcome. I and and also they are already probably taking a bit of a financial hit by coming out in January. So huge, you know, to come out in January. Like there is a reason that they chose to do huge end game changes before Christmas annually. There's a reason that they do that, and it's 100 because of how Christmas works. Yeah. And for people that are being whiny about that, they shouldn't be working on 314. They should be working on bugs and fixes. Piss off. You don't even know what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're like. Maybe they're fixed. They got like 150 employees or something. They're all working on different stuff. It's so weird to me that they say, hey, guys, here's how we're going to start developing for 313. We're going to. And it was a great post. It made sense. This is how we're going to start doing it. Nothing new comes in. And we have not seen one of those leagues yet. Let it come out. Let that league release. And if it comes out full of bugs, I, I mean, good Lord, I hope it doesn't. Oh, that, that would, would really be, be harsh for them. But we also, one thing I hope you and I remember when that comes out, we're doing our podcast. 313 was already being worked on. And then they had the company mentality change, right? Like it's not going to be a completely new and fresh. It might not have the feature uh, creep, maybe, but it's not going to be a full league with that new mentality. 314 would be the true test of how the company's changed. It'll be like that first official release of the company from the beginning of 314 to the end. 
No, I think I think he's worded it in a way that he's got that on his back for 313. So it's going to have to come out strong. Well, yes, I get that. But I want you and I to be a little bit. Well, I mean, you say whatever you want. I want to remember that it was a company change and you have to get used to it. Like it doesn't just instantly apply, right? You, you're you changing everything on how the company works from that perspective. So it's, it takes time to figure that out from a new system and a new perspective as you transfer communication along, you know, that it takes time. It takes time. So for me, 314 will be the test. I think they'll be fine in 313. And I, I love the community that we get to to talk with on our discord and communicate with. And I do not know how a company gets along with the type of community that is in Reddit. And I just, I, I couldn't do it because they're, I can't believe how much they, they talk to them. Like it's not just important responses and communication, but I couldn't like just the, when we said we started to stop reading Reddit just to save our souls, you know what I mean? I, I, decided that I was only going to follow GGG replies within their threads. And I can't believe how often they're replying. Like there's, but to like, not to like important things that give important details, but there's some replies in there that are just general that like to somebody who's whiny. And I'm like, oh man, like that's just, it's like, it's okay. Just let, let them be whiny. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. I don't, you know what the thing, let's move on to something else, but I, it's weird to me. If you don't like the game, don't play it. It's so (laughs) odd. If I didn't like the game enough to post about how much I don't like the game, I wouldn't play the game. I, I would go find something else to do. Did you notice now this is more important than anything that they changed the camera angle? They did not. Yes, they did. No, they they did. Is this an actual thing? No. Yeah, I swear. I, I swear. <laughs> I haven't looked it up to see if Why anybody would else it? mentioned it. I don't know because they always design their MTX and their artwork to all to be faced with a certain camera angle, right? So it's not like you can have a 3D camera angle. But I swear they changed it. Like the, the angle that the stash box is from the portal, it's different. The angle from when I come out of the portal to have to click on the selling guy it's different. I love the idea in your head that somebody was like, I'm going to alter this by two degrees. Done. No, it's not. It's like <laughs> it's 10 not degrees. It's not no, changed. and then where the guy is standing at the top, which I still wish he was down at the bottom of the harbor near his boat. I wish people would just suck it up and walk to him. Go up and down the nah, stairs. Fine, whatever. Bricks. Well, whatever. He's, he's waiting by his boat. No, he's not waiting by his boat. Someone's going to steal his boat. And it's all because people were whining. Anyway, where he's standing, totally different angle. Totally no. different. If you've noticed, people, that this camera angle has changed, you let me know. I think your Justin, eyes are getting old, bud. No, 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 no. <laughs> Justin, you're the one with glasses, not me. I didn't even say it. I'm just telling you you're wrong. I know. I'm saying you need new glasses. No, there's no changes. So I was playing with AW this week. That's what they call it, the cool kids, when they're playing with Animate Weapon, AW. Did you ask me? Sorry. Did you yes, ask me I one did. time? Okay. And I was like, and you had no idea what AW stood for. That tells me was you trying to create little people ever play (laughs) animate weapon? Had you heard of it as AW, or were you trying to come up with something? Like, I'm not trying to come up with something. It's just you can say you're coming up with something. It's all right. Whatever. So anyway, (laughs) I wish that there was an easier method to come up with lingering blades. Like I was thinking about lingering blades. They just came out. What was was that three ten? 311 when they did this spell revamp maybe it was 38 i don't know 
when they did the spell revamp and then you got Bladefall and Ethereal Knives left blades on the ground, that was the same league where they changed Blade Vortex. And then they also came out with that skill called Blade Blast where you could make those blades explode. Whatever league that was. It was in the later threes, right? I can't imagine what it would have been like playing with Animate Weapon before that. That's just crazy. Like to actually need legitimate weapons to fall on the ground. How do you use Animate Weapon in a boss battle without lingering blades? I was thinking about Delve. I was delving the other day with my Animate Weapon. I'm like, I couldn't, No, nobody drops anything. How on earth could I do this without lingering blades? It was crazy. So anyway, I was thinking like I have two, two skills that can give me lingering blades and they have to be self-casted or triggered. I was thinking how great would it be if GG came out with an instant skill that created lingering blades. So I could have it on my left click while I'm playing. And then I just right click or whatever space bar, whatever my animate weapon number is. But if I could create lingering blades with an instant skill or at least a left clickable skill, I would make animate weapons so much more relaxing to play. Because right now it's, it's well, I mean, on console, it's really easy for me. But on PC, it'd be pretty hard for me. Thoughts? I, I have played animate weapon and I didn't find it super difficult to play. I never played an AW build. <laughs> <laughs> but you're fine with some piano playing sometimes. Like sometimes you like the more laid back experience. Sometimes you're fine with, you know, flask, flask play. So you're fine needing a few buttons and not even realizing it. Yep. But do you think you would like animate weapon more with lingering blades on an instant skill? Mm, yes yes you would yes excellent. what a great idea excellent write it down i will i'm gonna throw in the suggestion box right away perfect I've written some suggestions and bugs this week i'm sure, <laughs> sure gg is very appreciative of me one thing though i decided i'm going through every day i'm gonna go through my pc account and i'm gonna deal with one standard stash tab every day i think i have like 150 remove only tabs or something oh yeah oh my god remove. yeah but I'm going to go through one a day, one a day. I got to tell you, the maps are brutal because I have to single click every single one of them. It is so annoying. The you same on PC, each folder. stupid. Well, no, that's that's what I'm not, I'm only play standard on console. So I never have this issue of remove only. Oh, tabs. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. on, but on PC, I'm going in and I'm doing, and you know what I was really surprised with? Now that I'm getting in my stacks, like I'm over 5,000 for certain things and I'm not going to buy a second currency stash tab. So I'm going through and I'm over 5,000 wisdom scrolls or alterations, whatever it is. And so I'm going to Lonnie and I'm selling those off to get the upgraded, whatever's next for it. And I was surprised. PC doesn't have a group buy option. Group buy what? Yeah. What so do you mean group buy? On PC, I can't buy a Mac stack with one click. I have to click. I have to shift click. Like, let's say I'm going from, I don't know, what a portal scrolls buy. What are the like small transmute? Oh, transmutations. If I go and I want to sell my my portal scrolls to get transmutes, I have to shift click the transmutes and then I get a full stack, but I have to actually drag it over to my inventory. And then I have to keep dragging over the 20 or 40, whatever it is, over and over and over. Where on console, I have one button. It's group buy. And I just hit X and I get the max stash and it's automatically put in my inventory. So I can just go X, 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 and boom full it's awesome awesome i couldn't believe i was baffled you that can't PC buy a full stack a group buy. you can but it's not with one button you have to shift click on the item and you have to drag it all the way over i just assumed that there would have been some sort of 
key combination where you could click on something and buy. Like they're coming up with stash tab affinities. So I assumed already that they were going to have something for purchasing, right? Where you could just click on it and it's automatically in your inventory. You can do it for one item, but you can't do it for a group. You have to drag it over, shift, click, drag it over, shift, click, drag it over. I could only do, I got so nauseous doing that because I have to be so finicky doing it. You can buy full stacks though. Yeah, but you have to shift, click and drag. No, you just control, shift, control, shift and left click. Control, shift, left click. Where's that written in the game? (laughs) Well, a lot of that stuff's not written in the game. Help me out. How am I supposed to know that? (laughs) I think control, shift, clicking buys you a full stack. Wait, so control and shift. Control and and shift and then left clicking. And I get a full stack. Yep, pretty sure. Thanks for helping me out, legend. Not you as the legend. I mean the legend. I am the legend. I appreciate it. I know you're the legend, but it would be helpful if the legend in the game told me It would be kind of, yeah, you're right. Actually, in the vendor spot to be like control, shift, left click. That being said, that's a lot of words. Control shift left click. No, there's there's little shortcuts you can use to make the. There's a smaller. lot of weird shortcuts though in in Path of Exile. Like when you want to link an item, Control Alt left click into the chat. It's just a weird. It's, oh, uh, I can't. It, yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I think Control Shift left click. Now that hasn't been around forever, but it has been around for a little bit. Yeah, they secretly added it when they made it so that Fortify didn't work with trigger. Right, screens. and when they changed the angle of the Rogue Harbor too. Like, it was, ah, we'll it was like that one person, everybody went off on a retreat so they could discuss how they were going to restructure their entire company. And then there was that one person that was left in charge is like, <laughs> going to come out with a patch and not even post patch notes. No one's going to know. It never happened. Uh, you mentioned stash affinities. Uh-huh. I, I saw Bex talking a little bit about it as well. I'm really itching for that to come out. I know that they're not going to do it until it's, you know, Pristine. fully ready to go. And I'm fine with that. But uh, I cannot wait. The idea of just <laughs> control clicking stuff and it's just goes where it needs to go. Yeah. Tell get be, be specific with me because somebody was telling me, oh, my hands are killing me. My hands are begging for a stash type. Now, I know they were making light of it. They weren't being whiny from how I took it. But they were the joke was, oh, my wrists are begging for stash type affinities. Bex, when's it coming out? And I saw her response to it, which was nice. But what's what is exactly it's you clicking like whether it's div cards or fracture or like your your splinters or whatever it is, if you have the specialty tab for it, it's automatically going to go into it, right? You don't have to select the tab manually Correct. and then click. You just is control click it. It's supposed to go in. Yeah. Now there's a lot of questions up in the air though. And I, I'm actually in that same boat where if they did it based on just premium tabs, that's a problem. You know, if they did it just on like, okay, if you have currency, and you have the currency tab, it'll go straight into the currency tab. But if you don't have the currency tab, you can't do it. I, but I have no idea what their fix for that is. Because it, to be honest, if I said like how I think they should do it to make it fair for everybody is that somehow within the UI, you had a uh, checkmark box or something for a normal tab to say, put currency in here, put uniques in here, put rares in here, or something so that even somebody who hasn't purchased the premium or even tabs. just a general dump check. Like, I'm going to shift click everything in here. You know how I see it working is I would have a dump tab that's a quad. Like, let's say I didn't have the premium stash ones. Yeah. I would have different tabs where I could right click on them, set them up for one for currency, one for essence, one for shards, whatever. But then I go to that quad tab and I just control left click everything into there. 
But the only stuff that actually gets put into there is the stuff that doesn't fit the filters to go into the other tabs. Hmm. I think if you were are required to have premium tabs to make stash affinity work, it'll be a really bad way of doing it. It's too pay to win. And that's, I have all the paid stash tabs, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I don't know if it would be pay to win. It is, man. It is. It's so much faster. The only thing, well, yeah, but GGG doesn't sponsor races. It does. It has nothing to do with races. The fact of the matter is if you and I can run a map at the same speed, I will do way more maps than you will. Because I'll be able to just control click and be done. Everything sorted. I won't need any additional time to sort out my inventory. That's the way that it is now, except you get to, because you get to stash five. Th- but then don't bring it in. That's what I'm saying. Don't bring in stash affinities unless you're going to find a way to make it work for people who have and have not purchased uh, stash tabs. I don't know. Like, because you still, you can't do it with normal tabs. You'd still have to do it with premium tabs. Not No, not special. Why? Premium are the ones that you change because... You can't edit normal tabs. You have to pay real money for a premium tab that you can change the name on, that you can change the color on, all that kind of stuff. You can't even. I would change, be like, really the- surprised though if they don't make it so that it works for even those tabs. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know because at the same time, with your like pay to win, then it's the, having like a currency stash tab is pay to win too because you can put five thousand of everything in one spot instead of have the normal stacks of ten, twenty, and forty. You're using up way more space, way faster. Sure. Uh, uh, sort of. But I think that the affinity side is the one thing that would push all of that even more the over the degree. edge. Mm-hmm. Because for me to just be able to go right to my stash tab, control if click my entire inventory and not have to do anything. And now I'm off and running versus somebody who doesn't have the premium tabs. Yeah. I will finish at least two to three, probably even more times, more maps per hour than somebody who doesn't have that because that's a lot of time to have to sort currency and essences and pull them all out it's what we do right now but if you didn't have to do that the 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 difficult part with path of exile is what's win you know what like what what is winning in path of exile but if the goal is to try and do as many maps as you can and to gain currency and gain items the faster you can go the more you're going to get so it'll be interesting to see when it comes out now, for me, I'm the type of player, you're always waiting for me when we're mapping together, and you're very kind to do so, but I'm the type of player because I have the specialty tabs, the currency tab, the delve tab, this, that, and another thing. When I'm finished my map, I'm emptying my character's inventory before I move on. And Every I'm fine. time. <laughs> yes, and I'm fine clicking on the currency tab, and then the div card tab, and then the map tab. Well, it's actually, it's always the map tab before anything else. Maps are the best. But my point is, is I'm fine clicking on that and then I just click. So for someone like me, as far as we know, stash tab affinity is only going to be helpful in the terms of me not needing to specifically select my tabs anymore, right? I'll just go in my inventory and I'll, from my own inventory, click, 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 and it'll automatically put them into my specialty tabs. As far as we understand it, right? That's what it's going to do? Correct. So one thing that I'm curious about this was a big discussion you and I had based on a topic that Chris brought up with, I think it was one of his Bay class things when three, what are we in 312, right? When 312 was coming out, there was a big talk about item weight, right? He was being pushed for why scrolls of wisdom exist and portal scrolls. And the interaction with items was a big emphasis and value that Chris and his team and John really wanted to maintain within the game. Like the experience of 
seeing something and the excitement of it being, oh, that's disappointing or, oh my goodness, I can't believe that. And actually picking it up with your mouse and dragging it over to your inventory or on console, however it works, right? I'm curious. It seems like such a completely opposite attitude, stash tab affinities, to the value of item weight. You know what I mean? Like the excitement of dragging something over, the value of having it over. Like for me, when I'm putting stuff, my div cards in my div tab, that's the only time I see them. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Oh, that's what that is. But then they go away, right? Because I have that option in my div card tab to only show full stacks. So I only see it when I highlight it. I'm like, oh, neat. That's cool. I'm never going to see a full stack of that. That's rare, right? So I'm curious. Like it really seems this type of stash tab affinity seems to really work against his item weight philosophy. Like it's more apathetic onto mapping. And I, I totally get the value of stash tab affinity, but it seems I'm curious because we have no idea how it's going to come out. I'm curious how it's going to come out and still to, I guess, Chris and John's perspective, have value for item weight, how you're interacting with your item. Cause it seems more apathetic inventory now. I, I, I actually disagree. I think it's, I think the stash affinity and how you're sorting your 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 inventory into your stash has nothing to do with the item weight. The item weight is based on what did you pick up? Did you pick it up or not? That That's the weight of that item and how important it is. Once it's in your inventory, who cares? I mean, even with, even with stash affinities, you'll still mouse over that particular item and be able to see what it is. Like, I think one of the big differences is the way that you play, which is you finish a map, you go and ID the stuff. You sell the rares you don't want, you go to your inventory, your stash, and you start moving your stuff over. I know a lot of people that play a, diff- a different way, which is here's a dump, dump tab, tab. Yeah. dump all your stuff. And then after you've done 20 or 30 maps, you start sorting your currency and you start sorting your div cards and whatever. So I, I don't think that it changes anything on how the item weight is because that's based on your filter and what you picked up. Yeah. I, I think item weight has the value until it's no longer in your inventory. Like w- even choosing which tab, which tab you get. Like for me, I have a tab. No, everybody. One one really interesting thing that I like when I'm watching someone else's broadcast. I love seeing how they do their stashes. Sure. I love seeing how they do their inventory. I love the downtime. It's given me so many cool new. Oh, I could totally organize it like this. Oh my goodness, how did I not think of that before? That's amazing. And. So I like seeing how people do that. And one of the ways that I do it is I have a tab for each of my builds, right? And I have them prioritized. And so I'll put, oh, wow, that's a really awesome pair of boots. Uh, Okay, it has movement speed on it. It has awesome resist and life. Okay, this is my most important life character. So I'm putting that in this person's tab, right? And But only if it's good or otherwise I'm vendoring it. And so I have a lot of, oh, wow, I can't believe that. I got a convoking one that already has 60 minion damage. That's amazing. And I'm immediately putting into my most important minion character. Where with stash tab affinity, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, maybe like you said, it's just my play I don't style. think that would change with the stash affinities because unless they come up with a way for you to say, put rare wands into this one, put boots into this one, I don't think that changes. And I'm the same. If I get something that has good roles, I don't do it per build, but I definitely have tabs where there these are things that i might use for other builds but i think the benefit of just being able to control click just makes it it just speeds things up a little bit and i mean i don't click any of my tabs 
I use Awaken Trade, Awaken PoE Trade, which lets me just hold down control and scroll with my mouse wheel. And that mm. changes between, it scrolls through all the tabs along the top. So I never click it. I just scroll to the one I'm doing, control click all my items into it, move on to the next one. Interesting. I think, well, I don't know. Like I think when I'm thinking Div or Delve or Metamorph, even Blighted stuff, you just... <laughs> pissing them all into one pot and uh because all the tabs are going to work the same right you just click 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 and it does it all for you i don't know it'd be interesting like it's a product that hasn't come out yet so i just i hope i guess my point is because chris was a real stickler understandably that's how he likes his game he was a real stickler for the item weight so i hope the product that comes out is something that he approves of as opposed to something that he's like oh i really wish it didn't exist but it's really important for the game yeah, I, for me, I think item weight disappears once it's in your inventory. It's based on what you build your filter around, what you pick up off the ground. Did you say filter? Yes. I've been Go paying ahead. attention to my filters lately. You have been? Would you yes. normally not? No, I'm always paying attention to my filters. I'm always tweaking them. I'm making some big changes. Most people, if they follow my filters, won't even notice. Did, okay, so I'm not normally like this, but this is crazy. I thought I had like, a few thousand people following my filters. I added it up for fun. I got like 18,000 people. I'm terrified to make any changes now. <laughs> I it was such a, it was, it was, I blew my, I crap myself. I had to go to Costco and buy some Depends. So wow. for the first time ever, really, I started caring about prophecies. For me, I always have Navali as my seller near my stash. Because she having her there is the only way I'll ever remember to top my prophecies, right? Right. Like just go to her and go seek prophecy, seek prophecy, seek prophecy, and away I go. Otherwise, I'm never going to remember to do it. So I all of a sudden decided to start caring about prophecies, right? My method of apathetically just adding prophecies, but also playing six characters on rotation. I've never actually gone through and done the council, right? I've never seen the boss battle We've From done my it. perspective. Okay. We, you and I have done it, but it. I, I did it once. Mean. I came in, I used one portal. That was like seven leagues ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Quite uh, a while ago. Anyway, I've never actually gone through and done it on my own. And I've never even seen how those prophecies work. It used to be that you had to do them in order as well. Now you no longer need to. So anyway, my point is my apathetic way of doing prophecies. I never actually got to experience everything or know what I was experiencing. So I want them to come out with a prophecy stash tab. That's right. Have them organized, including the ones that are all for, you know, the quests. Like, I think there's eight quest lines that you can do. Four of them are reserved for the council, but I think there's another four where they just give different... What are you doing with just all the generalized prophecies? Oh, they're there. Just like all the crappy div cards, just like all the other crap. I would love a prophecy stash tab. Wouldn't that be great? They take up so much crappy space now. You keep all of them? I don't know. I've been ignoring (laughs) them. I've been so apathetic with them. Like if I pick them up as currency, which since Blight and some of these other ones that give you offhand currency, I'm getting a lot more. When When did the big prophecy stuff start? I think it was with Syndicate. Those stash tabs at the end started really pumping out a whole bunch of like previous league mechanic stuff that you'd normally wouldn't find very often. So ever since then, I've been all of a sudden I got a, I got a lot of prophecies kicking around. So I want a stash tab, GGG. No, here 
Please don't. I want a stash tab. Another one. A purple one, please. So anyway, are you excited about that? You're going to buy it? You know you're going to buy it. I would buy it, but I don't want one. I'm also within my filters. I'm deciding to do my own div card order. Okay. That's right. Well, and what else? What was the other thing I decided to do? Div card. Oh, yeah. And I reorganized all the prophecies so that they're all, they have their own categories and sizes and sounds and stuff based on how exciting they are. But I'm doing my own. So instead of just having all the div cards as one or copying never syncs because, you know, he knows what he's doing and just having his order in there, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm tired of getting excited about what other people get excited about, but I think is really lame and boring. And I'm tired of that that they think is really good i don't want that to ever make a sound again (laughs) so it's going really low so i'm going through all what is it 328 div cards going through 20 a day 20 a day organizing them and you know what's going to happen by the time i hit like 150 my mentality for what's valuable and what isn't is totally going to change and by the time i'm finished everything i'm just going to have to go through and do it again with my new it's just all going to be the same size yeah, i'm at the end i'm just going <laughs> to screw it div cards size 40 this is the ding sound just pick it up okay so anyway now but as i was going through i really wanted to make bitter dream not show up because I play mostly on standard. I mean, I know everybody else plays uh, console and the replica uniques do have Wait. a different show. Sorry. Sorry. PC. Sorry. Don't I be know. so silly. PC is dead. PC is dead. No, I know most people play on PC with my filters, but what I'm saying is replica uniques in my filters obviously have a separate setting and they're going to be nice and loud just because. But I really wanted Bitter Dream, the normal Bitter Dream, the cat crappy Bitter Dream that gives you level one gems when you vendor it, Bitter Dream. I wanted that to just be like the smallest, most humiliating filter or even have it excluded from the filter. The only thing I exclude from the filter. I didn't realize until I went to go do this, but you can't specifically mention a specific unique in a filter. I think you probably already knew that. No. Maybe just didn't realize it. Well, sure. I I didn't know because I always had prophecies as the one line prophecies there weren't any that were really valuable or really not to me in that regards i've gone through and totally changed that now especially the prophecies that give you no reward oh my goodness those are itty bitty now but i always assume that there's actually when you're going in so there's a class for prophecy there's a base type but then there's also a prophecy category and then you can name the prophecy specifically because they drop with the name that's the right. difference. But that's yeah. the thing, though. There's a name. Oh, right. Because they're already it's identified. identified. Right. Right, right, right. So, so anyway, that's that why like a leather belt, when a leather belt, unique leather belt drops, you're always tricked into thinking it's a headhunter, even though it's not possible to drop sometimes. Now, you could, though, with Bitter Dream, just hide Shadow Scepter. No, but there's, there's I think, There's only one other four. one. It's the Dark Seer. No, there's only one. Dark Seer. The Dark Seer is the only other but one that rolls cool. off of the Shadow Scepter. I mean, that being said, I don't know if it hides replica bitter dream as well. If you hid that, no, you can have specifically replicas as a separate. Type oh, then there you unique, go. So you can set it up. The only but unique one handed replica. No, the dark seer is no, a normal. But unique. I'm saying that's the only other one that can roll from a shadow scepter. But that's pretty cool, though. It's eh. not crappy. It probably gives you elk shards. Why would I want to hide that? Elk well, shards. And you're just going to have to deal with. I am. The I am going to have to deal with the stupid bitter dream. No, that's why, though. I actually think if it didn't do that, it would be filters would be wickedly broken. I think that would be amazing. That's the whole point of. But filters. then everything would have to drop identified. Well, no. Doesn't well, yes. 
No, it doesn't How else have would you to. do you it? You can make whatever changes. I don't know. Make unique drop identified. Who cares? <laughs> exactly what I just said. No, uniques, <laughs> not everything. You said everything. I don't like a unique dropping identified though. Why? Well, well, why not make rares identified then? Sounds great to me. Yeah. Can you imagine your filters? Oh, they'd be so annoying. Oh, you would goodness. never finish a filter ever. You would never play Path of Exile again. You sure, would be writing filters done, nonstop. You'd be like, all right, shoes. I want this base movement speed. I would like it to have this. And you Perfect. do them per build. Oh, my God. You would never finish a filter. You wouldn't play. We would never get to play. I got it. <laughs> you would never play. Mm-mm. No, oh my goodness. Do you know how great filters would be, though? Oh, my goodness. You talk about item weight. You would kill all that stuff by dropping identified. It would be so perfect. And imagine how great it would be, how much less crap I would pick up when you and I play together. You would love it. It's kind of funny, though, because you're making the argument of like wanting the item weight and which that's what that is. No, 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 no. I don't I don't care about the item weight. I was just saying Chris really wants it. And I feel like well, you've made arguments for it. Sure. I like item weight's great and it's exciting, but I'm a slow paced player. It's not going to change for me. No matter what changes you make to the game, as long as I have a good frequency of crappy items and a rare frequency of good items, I'm I'm taking my time and I'm looking at it. So whatever the process is. I'm In general, with. though, if you dropped, if, if, if everything dropped identified, you would speed the game up massively. Wicked. Because filters. What, so you don't give. Like the game. No, no, no. The filtering isn't what should be slowing the game down. It's the enemies. It's the battles. It's the game that should be slow, not the filters. Like, what was the big complaint about Metamorph? I have to pick it up. I have to pick it up. I have to pick it up. So give people less reason to pick stuff up. The whole argument for Scrolls of Wisdom and Portal Scrolls and all that. Give people less to pick up, but make the game slow-paced. Do that increase enemy health by 500%. Every oh, single we had this conversation. You'd never board. beat Hillock. <laughs> You'd forever yeah, be an actor. Uh, but it would be such a great... What's that area called? Twilight Strand? Oh, I would be so good at the Twilight Strand, Just. You wouldn't even know. I would write how to beat Hillock, guys. Well, that's awesome. Oh, it would be great. All right. I think we're getting close to wrapping up episode 53. We have a private league. I think we're going to do it. I mean, it's kind of weird now, although I guess league's going to end at around the same time. I think we're thinking third weekish of November. We're going to have some information on our Discord. So if you're not on it, get on there. Yeah, how do we plan around the end time no, here? Do we no, want to do it because during Because they Christmas? may still end their league like normal. So we're going to plan, I think it's the third. Next week is our, we've got an interview next week, which is going to be exciting. So you'll catch a, an interview next week. But then I think the following week after that is when we're going to look to load our private league. And we've got some, we've got some fun ideas. There's going to be m- many more winners in this coming, in our private league. Sweet. So you won't be able to just have one person that takes all the winnings. Which is fine. And, and we have a lottery that we're going to be introducing. Oh. So that almost, I, I want to say, based on what our, our threshold is going to be, everyone can reach this threshold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to give threshold. away any teasers. Oh, but man. It's a this hilarious threshold. This threshold is low. It's to- <laughs> you'll have to re-listen to this you're not going to say the threshold are you no i'm not going to no. so you're going to have to re-listen to this after you discover what you'll the understand rules and the what regulations. i'm talking you'll about. have to come back to episode 53 yep. the end of 53 and listen to what the threshold and you'll be like is wow they really made it easy he wasn't the, lying the threshold is just where you need to be to, to apply enter. for the random rewards that we're going to give yeah you. so we've got 
we have some, we have some, it's going to be a lot of fun where I'm really excited for this one. We're going to have multiple winners. We're going to have a lottery that's very easy for everybody to get into so that there's a chance for everybody to win. And all of the information is going to be on discord. So if you're not on discord, we don't advertise our private league. So make sure that you're on discord. That's where you'll get the information, but I'm really excited for this one. Do I have a chance at winning anything? Like how low is this threshold here? Can I win a prize? I want to say you're guaranteed a chance. (laughs) (laughs) If we're using our threshold, you're guaranteed a chance, Ty. This is it. One in a million. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, you have a very, very high likelihood of being in the lottery version of (laughs) the winnings. The winning well, I'm excited side, for the details. I'm never. excited for the details. Yeah. So I think after our interview next week is when we'll announce the details for the, for the, the uh, episode after or in discord. Uh, it'll be in discord and we'll have it in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. But it really, if you're, if you want details on that kind of stuff, you need to be on discord because we are really bad at remembering it every single episode, but discord's always got the goodies. Cause. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a good spot for us to wrap up episode 53 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Thank you guys for joining us. We will catch our Patreons in After Dark and everybody else will catch you in 54, which is going to be an interview with a super sexy person. Oh, I didn't know anyway, you were interviewing me. Yeah, it's just going to be me and Tyler again. You're welcome. Yeah, all right. uh, you can find uh, more information down below in our show notes. we got our website, foreverexiled.com, Twitter, foreverexiled82. We've got our Patreon link down below if you want to catch out after dark and our Discord link, which hopefully you're on. Thanks, guys. My mind's telling me no. I can't use that. But my body. Why not? I'm sure you can. People don't like him. <laughs>